Question from Nick. What advice would you give to approximately 25-year-olds having some success and ending up in a quarter-life crisis, questioning if they're making the right moves? Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. I am your host, James Marshall, and together with my world-class coaching team, we'll be discussing topics on natural style seduction, masculine, feminine, dynamic, lifestyle design, sexuality, personal change, and so much more. Stay tuned for today's episode. So what I get from that question is, you know, a young guy looking to explore his potential and his place in the world and he's had some success, but at the same time, he wants to know how far he can take it or what kind of choices he should make. And obviously, there are a whole range of uh, offerings that might come to people, especially in their young age, you know, in their 20s, like do they go to a uni university or they follow a particular career path or should they focus on making money? Should they focus on having social development? Ultimately, I think it's something that, you know, the individual needs to look at in their situation because, you know, he might be isolated in a way where it's better for him to focus on doing some other development than trying to be some kind of social guy. But for example, if he's in a situation where he's got a lot of social things going on, then maybe that's a great place for him to start and build foundations in his life. I think ultimately, Ultimately, everybody has to make a choice about, you know, are they doing things that are developing them in a well-rounded kind of way? And like anything, if you do it too much, it's going to become a problem. If you don't do it enough, then that's going to become a problem. So it's kind of finding a balance there. In terms of, you know, making the right decisions, well, that's going to depend on making assessments of your choices and understanding your resources and your capacity. So really, that's going to be, you know, more of a process of looking at what's actually going on in your life. What do you really want? what's possible and you know, to a degree, what can you get away with and what sticks and what really starts to get you traction and effectiveness. And you might start out with a bunch of things, but then realize that some of them don't really get you where you want or they're not really what you want. So then you become more specialized over time. Yeah. I think that's a particular thing to keep in mind around that age range is you don't yet know who you are when you're 25-ish. For men, we tend to kind of come into our own and figure out like who we are, what we want, what we're willing to give, what our boundaries are in our late 20s, 30s if at all, like, you know, some men never really figure it out. But in your 20s, you're still really in experimental phases. And that works kind of different for women because women tend to, you know, get moving faster and earlier in their social worlds and, and reach their peaks earlier than men do. Whereas men tend to, you know, kind of tread water or take some years to really figure out what it means to be a man, what they want out of life. And so I think it can be a mistake to try to find your passion or your calling or your one thing that you're going to do forever in your 20s because the advantage of that time is ideally you have more time, you have more possibilities, you can take more risks, you can start something, a complete life, start a business, start a social world and it can do something and then completely collapse and then you can start again and that's okay. Whereas when you you know get later on in life, you have less time to recover and maybe you have more responsibilities and so on. So I think, yeah, in your, in your 20s, it's normal to have a quarter life crisis or some kind of sense of identity crisis because you're coming and coming out of being a teenager, an adolescent, a young man, and now you're trying to find your place in the world. So it's normal that you would be, maybe you finished a university course or some field of study and then you don't really feel it anymore. And that can lead to this kind of identity crisis where it's like, oh, well, for the first, you know, 10 years of my adult life, I've been this and now, now that's no longer relevant to me. So that can call my identity into question. But that's a good thing to do. I think being able to throw yourself all in on something Try it on both internally and externally, whether it's a particular type of lifestyle or friendship group or meditation system or whatever. And then to know that the tools that you start with probably won't be the tools that you end with. You're going to be going through many different evolutions and you have to go through that kind of scary process of letting go of the old you at 25, at 35, at 45, at various points in your life when you kind of reach pivot points 
And it's that can be scary because you might be letting go of your old friends or your old sense of who you are. But the advantage of that chaos is that you have the opportunity to constantly re- reinvent, particularly in, the, in that era of your life. And I would say it's better to be more of a generalist because if you only focus on your career, we've seen that with many guys who come to us you know, at 40 after just pushing it hard only on money and career and they don't have any many friends or their dating life sucks or they don't really feel like they have any passion or purpose in life even though their bank account might be looking healthy so whereas you know in these earlier stages you get the opportunity to go cool maybe I'll spend a year studying a particular thing or going traveling or you know setting up growth houses and being a digital nomad or testing you know different side hustles and business opportunities and importantly getting good with women because that's not something that you should leave until your 30s you should be someone who is dating and having women in your life as and when you you want to more or less throughout the, your peak young years otherwise you're missing out on all the fun so i guess to, to add a little bit to the end of that i'd say you know that being somebody in your 20s in this time that we live in is also tumultuous in general because culture's changing technology changing crisis everywhere so in the the i guess the older idea of some kind of romantic fantasy where life can be plotted out and can have some more security and reliability is Different, but not unlike many periods in time and history where there would be all kinds of processes and variables that made people's lives difficult. And on the general spectrum, you know, we're in a very good position as relatively, you know, well-off modern people. And so we don't have to fight tigers or drop dead of infections or whatever like we used to not so long ago. But having said that, there's still a lot of instability to deal with. So I think it's healthy to feel a sense of uncertainty and to be, let's say, on edge about who you are and how the world works and what's going on. And it's kind of part of the setup of becoming an adult these days, I think, is learning to make decisions, learning to assess things with clarity and critical thinking, learning to do your own research, which you know should be done with discernment and understanding. And, and in some sense, digging into multiple layers. Don't be afraid to look at things from multiple angles and explore stuff. Which, you know, doubles down on what James was saying to a degree. I think, you know, using your 20s as a time of, you know, exploration and optimization of the things that you are passionate about or the things that make sense to move your life forward is good. But at the same time, recognizing that we live in this time where there can be a lot of variables and change. So don't be too stuck on one particular position necessarily. Like it might be good to be dynamic with what you can focus on and what's possible. So, yeah. That's the thing. All the 20-somethings out there, there's your solution to all your crises. Start to reframe it and see it as an opportunity. Uh, Start to explore it as, uh, uh, you know, a stage in your development. And also, you know, make decisions based on, you know, your best intuition and understanding at the time. Yeah, and in the the modern age that we live in, and you've you've hinted at this, that there were were periods throughout lots of history where you could kind of plan out your life in the sense that you knew what, station in life you'd be, what industry you'd be in because it would be family orientated. You would probably get married and have children fairly young and then you would set into some kind of static identity and role which would give you a sense of purpose and place and understanding which was good or you know what had whatever effect it had. But the flip side of that being that you didn't have much choice. You had to be pretty much 100% conformist if you wanted to stay within your society. There were yeah far less choices and, and life didn't last as long. So we, we have to take the, the pros and the cons with, uh, and the advantages and disadvantages of what we have at play. And the, the strong disadvantage is that it's chaotic. No one's going to plan it out for you. There is no prescriptive way to do things, I guess, unless you join the military or something like that. So it's chaotic and, and dangerous in that sense that people can easily slip through the cracks. Men can, can spend their teens, 20s and 30s 
only trying to find themselves and ending up just kind of bouncing from thing to thing and never actually committing to anything. Or they can find themselves specializing in something early on and then finding that that's kind of redundant because the industry's changed or the, the economy's changed or, you know, there's something that they have invested a huge amount of time and effort and, and hoping to may not yield results. So being able to, to diversify your investments in all areas, your social, seductive, career and so on, in your 20s means that, okay, if you can pick up certain skills that are bankable, if you can create networks, which is like, for especially for a young man, having people who want to help you is vastly important. Like it's the thing that so often means you get a leg up, someone gives you a job offer, someone that's a friend, uh, you know, recommends you to someone else, someone hooks you up with a contact which where, where you have complementary skills and so on. So the, the tribe building, which we used to have kind of out of the box for us, right? We were born into a tribe of some sort and you had, for better or worse, you were part of that with its support structures. Now we're not born into that mostly at all. So we have to go out and find our own. And that's where guys that are dynamic, that are, you know, either mobile in the sense that they can move to where opportunities are, or they're really good at connecting with different types of people who have complementary skills to theirs, can then create multiplying effects because you, you not only have the effects of your skills and your your knowledge, but the people that, that have your back and care for you. So that's why I'm you know always pressing on about this or emphasizing this aspect that trying to do it all alone, whatever it is, trying to you know go through your identity crisis and figure yourself out as a man and succeed with women and, and with business and so on is a really, really hard, if not impossible thing to do completely solo. And, and so much of hustle cultural kind of um, ethos and philosophies are really around the individuals only. Now, of course, we are individuals and we need to create our own lives, but at the end of the day, you are going to be lifted up, bolstered or pulled down by the groups and the networks that you have around you. So that's another aspect that is really important to invest in, especially in your 20s when people are much more open to that. You know, people are still still open to meeting new types of people. They, they're social. They want to go out, saddled with debt and with you know, mortgages, children and so on yet. So that it is a really amazing time to spread your spider web of influence as far as you can and then consolidate it and figure out how that's going to be actionable and create results. If you're enjoying today's episode and you'd like to find out more about the services and information that the Natural Lifestyles provide, then check out our show notes where you'll see links to all of our other resources, including our YouTube channel, TikTok, and most importantly, our workshop schedule. TNL team is constantly on the road, traveling the planet and teaching the world's most high-end, bespoke and personalized coaching workshops for men, teaching you how to date women in everyday situations without the use of cheesy lines or those goddamn apps. Check it out. And now back to the episode. Ross says, hey, James, in your videos and podcasts, you said that it's not necessary to go to university, but what about dropping out of high school? Will it be more difficult in life without a high school diploma? Okay, let's be careful with this, right? I don't want to be the guy that's like, no one needs to go to college. It's a complete waste of time and money. You know, all the Zuckerberg and fucking all those people who were, high, who were university dropouts. Remember, they were Harvard dropouts though, right? They weren't just like dropouts at community college. They were smart motherfuckers who got into the best universities in the world and then during that, they were like, oh, actually, I've created a billion dollar business. Fuck this shit. There's a lot of like guys like Gary Vee and lots of people like I never went, well, I went to college for a little while, but I, I'm not a college graduate. And I have a bit of survivor bias where it's like, I didn't need that. I was successful. And a lot of friends I know who went to university ended up with big debts and they never used their degrees. And that can, I can see, well, that's a waste of time. It may well be a waste of time or it may not, right? So if you want to pursue certain fields, technical fields, finance, law, medicine, you know, these are these are things where there are real jobs waiting out there for you and that's something that you really want to do, then sure, go to university. Although as an, for Americans out there, I would recommend looking into 
doing your university overseas? Because America, compared to every other place on the planet in the developed world and in the non-developed world as well, has an obscenely expensive college, which if you've got a hundred grand plus debt at the end of it, it's going to take you most of your early working life to even pay that shit off. And there are options. You can, it's way cheaper to go to Czech Republic or, or Germany or places where there are excellent universities and just pay the fees than it is to get your student loan debt and end up with six figure plus debts at the end. So that's where I'd be like, well, is it worth it to just go and go into college when you're not really sure why you're doing it, you're doing a liberal arts degree or you're doing something where you're like, oh, I don't know, I just guess I'll do this and go to college. And I burned up four years of my life. I, I accrue a huge debt and it wasn't, it what didn't translate into work and I don't want to use it later. Then yes, I think it is a, it is a waste of time. So yeah, it's like, okay, you want to be an engineer, go to university and there's jobs for that. There is a lot of things where back in, even in my day and in my parents and obviously before, where getting a college degree was cheap. It was, you may as well have, I mean, and it meant that even if you had a basic arts degree, that was worth something. Whereas now often you need a, a, a master's or a, or more, you know, to be accepted in that part of the workforce. So like it was worth it to do. And, it was, and if it was worth it just to be, to do something that was interesting and you, you were kind of fascinated by it. And even if, the, and you learn a bunch of skills, you learn writing, researching skills. There was obviously a big social aspect to it. You, there was networking opportunities. I had, a, it gave you a place to move out from your parents and go and start to become an adult. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not saying that college is, is a bad idea for everybody, but I would say if, there's definitely a lot to be said for at least taking a year off. I would say finish high school. Like, why not? It's because the DRK, it's not, it's not a good look. Maybe if you're applying for jobs, you don't have a high school diploma unless, you've, unless you're one of those young guns who figured out a way to make money by yourself early on and then you don't need it. Cool. But for, for a lot of people, we're going to need to be involved in the machine at some point or another. And so having that, that kind of thing is probably worth it. Just finish high school. So yeah, I don't, I don't want you to think that I'm telling you that the answer is don't go to college. It's okay, let's do it if it makes actual sense for you over the long term. But first, I would recommend taking a year off. Gap years are, are awesome. That's what I did and never came back. But it's not that uh, you'll be told by your careers advisor or whatever, oh, you'll be a year behind. What? A year behind what? No, if you take a year off and you go travel and you LDA and seductive economy your way through the planet, you will get way, you will come back as a way more advanced human being than the, the kids that just went from high school to college. So it's, I'd say it's better to give yourself some time to go and work and travel and figure out what you do and don't want to do with at least the, the early part of your adult life. And then okay, it may make sense. You're like, actually, yeah, no, I, I, now I really am into marine biology. That's something I want to follow. And okay, there is, there is potentially work for that afterwards. And I could imagine myself getting into that kind of career and that's worth the four-year investment and, and whatever, then cool, go for it. Okay, so there's my caveats. Please don't just quit uni just because James said, quit uni and everything's awesome. Thank you for listening to the Natural Lifestyles podcast. If you enjoyed our content and you'd like some more, then you can check out our YouTube channel, which is just The Natural Lifestyles. And if you want to find out about our live coaching and online coaching services, including our incredible live dating workshops, sexuality workshops, then you should check out our website, thenaturallifestyles.com. Thanks once again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace.